Hey, you damn guys. Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Are we loveless? Daniel. Hey, you damn guys. What's going on? Hey. What's up? Hey. This is our book club podcast. We're reading comics. We're talking to all of our friends, and here's Danielle to tell you all about it. Aww. Well, we're going to tell you what we're going to read, and then you're going to read it, and we're going to read it, and then we're going to talk about what we read. You're going to listen to us talk about what we read, and then... You're going to talk about what we talked about when we were talking about what we read. And that's, hey, damn, guys, you sent us like an email or a message or, or something like that. And uh, then we're going to talk about what you talked about when you talked about us talking about what we read. And that's a book club. And that's friendship. Back to you, John. Yeah. Yes. That was really Thank good. Thank you. Very good. We got some shouts outs for we this week. Shout outs. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to Benny Decker. Hey, Benny Decker. Book club member. Benny Decker, if you listened to our episode last week, he <laughs> supplied us with this awesome Silver Surfer song. It was so good. And so that was really great. I just got to shout him out because that was great. And I just love that. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much, Benny. And I think Aubrey, you yes, got a shout out. I have a shout out this week. Oh, Aubrey has a shout out. I want to shout out Aubrey, uh, book club member and host. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout out to Max Strackbine, the letter hack himself. He has a YouTube channel now. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, he's been doing some live streams over there, and I was able to catch one the other day. It was really oh, cool. I got man. to watch Matt draw in action. Oh, that's wow. fun. Wow. See, I, I totally didn't know about that. I got to check that out. And he, uh, and I was interacting with him by like typing, and like he talked about the book club. He talked about interacting with him by typing Aubrey. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Technology. Technology. So he, uh, talking about the what? Uh, he, well, he's talking about the book club, and he, and he uh, even brought, he brought up the fact that we're going to be at that con. Oh, oh nice. it's a bedrock yes, con, yeah. Yes, so, yes. Uh, yeah, Matt, thank you. That was fun. It was fun watching you draw, too. Awesome. Yeah, I'll link that in the show notes. Go fun. subscribe to his thing. Didn't he say something? Oh, about- yes. Uh, so he posts on Twitter, like, if he gets to 100, 100 subscribers by Monday, he'll do, like, something special on his live stream. I want to see that yes. happen. All right, book club members, you know what to do. Yes, let's, let's do flood it. this person with some subscriptions. Oh, wait, this isn't going to come out till Tuesday. Dang it. Oh, man. We missed it. But anyway, get on there Everybody now. Everybody subscribe You anyway. better have done that. <laughs> yes. It, well, you better have done that. I'll, I'll share it over the weekend, too. How about I'll, this? I'll... I'm just going to assume you did. Thank you for doing that. Yes. Good job. <laughs> yes. Good We're job. We're going to assume you did. We're going to assume everybody did. Thank you. And good job. <laughs> and also, uh, thank you, Aubrey, for bringing up the Bedrock City Con. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're going to be hanging out there on May 14th. Um, we're going to be hanging out. We're going to be selling some stuff. We're going to be doing some live They told podcasting. us we're allowed to bring we're, all our, our podcasting shit. We are shit, allowed so. to bring our stuff. So nice. that week we are going to be hanging out there. And um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what that episode's going to be like. So we'll just see. It's going to be a headache for you. I know that. <laughs> oh, it'll be, it'll be great. I'm You're really excited. Hate it. It's I'm gonna really be fun. excited. So yeah, that's going to be great. You can check our social media for all of that. And now we're going to go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. Yeah, awesome. Feedback. <laughs> it's feedback uh, time. Get out, read some floppies. Get out, hardback copies. Digital is fine. Read along in time. Get we don't really have any listener feedback this week, but we did hear from Mark Tweedell. Mark Trudell. Book club member. Yes, and sometimes co-host. Sometimes co-host. Mark said, congratulations on three years, Aubrey. Thank you. Congratulations, yes. yes. We did talk about that Thank last you. week. So, yes, another congrats, and I felt it worthy to 
bring it up on the episode. So there you go. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you, Mark. I'm proud of you. Love that. Very good. So yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to go ahead and go on to our book club episode for the week because this week we're talking about one issue. This oh, is a man. monumental issue. This yeah. is an Eisner Award winning issue. With good reason. <clears throat> Silver Surfer 11 titled Never After. This is a special oversized issue that was published in April of 2015 Written by Dan Slott, art by Michael Alred, colors by Laura Alred, and letters by Clayton Cowles. Let's talk about this cover really quick, because this mm. cover kind of like uh, alludes to a lot of what happens in it this It sure issue. does, John. It looks fucking cool. It's a big old Mobius strip. It's not really, though. It is. Well, I mean, it it, it is, but it, it should twist on itself to actually be more of a Mobius strip. It's doing that. No. If you follow it, it doesn't. It doesn't? No. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it does though it's tr- it's crisscrossing right here see how it's crisscrossing just because there's an extra twist a loopy loop it's twisting though yeah but if it, it, it flips it around it flips around and, and then goes hmm. and then goes out here oh i see huh interesting well it looks very I, cool it looks I, I very cool oh no don't get me wrong i love it i mean i just looked at it for way too long <laughs> you know here wow on the... i didn't catch that i, I thought it was I... but you know what it's fun though isn't it yeah oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting how on the the digital version here they've included this this blurb from James Gunn, um, which I think it's cool that James Gunn reads this. Comment, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, he would. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, we open this. Are we issue. gonna get a James Gunn <clears throat> Silver Surfer? It's rumored. Really? Is it that would be yeah. amazing. Is it really? Wow. That's already happening then. Oh, well, the movie just wow. filmed. He just finished filming. I've been I follow him on Twitter. And Wait, so- what? Guardians just finished filming. Oh, I was going to say, the Silver Surfer just finished filming. But, I've but, been out of the But I guess if this. he was, if they were going to incorporate it, sure. that might be a way. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, but, right. but everything's rumored all the time. Mephisto yeah. is rumored in every single <laughs> franchise. But how do we know he is hasn't been Is it rumored or is it people <laughs> going, wouldn't it be cool if? Yeah. Those are two different things. It's probably both. Okay. Yeah. So we open on the Never Queen she last appeared in That's issue three awesome. um, after being saved by the surfer Don and a plorpy band of hostages. Yeah. The Never Queen was reunited with Eternity. And she said at the very end of that, she said, now that Don and the surfer were together, every moment was a moment where anything could happen. Can I just say excellent, <clears throat> excellent. One of the few and most precious, you know, examples of something paying off so good. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Introducing this character, I feel at just the right spot in the series, and then reintroducing character at just the right spot yeah, yeah. for just the right you reason. You come back and you're like, oh, yeah. It's amazing. And it's just so, uh, yeah. I So I really was like, fuck yes, I'm I'm, I'm bang up for She's this. On I'm the on board. background. She's like outside I'm on board of for the this. comic. So I'm, I'm ready. But now the Never Queen says that that is no longer the case for two of her favorite beings. Since Dawn learned of the surfer's past, they have turned onto a twisted path that is beyond her reach, a place of no possibilities and no futures of any kind. For them, this might just be their never after. Ah, oh, she's looking good. Oh. So where do we begin with this comic, right? Because we, we were talking about this, and so I guess to preface this whole thing, we had quite a ordeal of trying to figure out how to read this issue. John had quite an ordeal. Because I refused, once I saw the digital version of this issue, so th- uh, I guess a little disclaimer, um, if you don't have a physical copy of this or you don't have the omnibus, I suggest you 
try and get it or i don't know what this should have already been you should have warned them about this before i know i should have because they've already read it if they've done their homework the reading experience of the digital version and the physical version is really different okay look if you haven't read it yet stop yeah stop now Go to eBay, order it, and then in the meantime, go listen to our episode on the Hellboy Book Club that don't, we came out with this week. Don't read and, the digital version is yes. what we're saying. Cause, and I've I've got some very strong opinions on this. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. I have some very strong thoughts about this, but we'll save that for afterwards. So uh, what, what I like about it and what makes it so interesting is it's like creatively done where there are a bunch of different ways to read the issue. And yes. like I was talking to Aubrey about this because... When I read the issue, I actually read – so the issue is broken up. There's a, there's a top and a bottom. There's The top part of the page is going from left to right, and the bottom part of the page is going from right to left. And it's upside down. And it's upside down. So if you want to know, read – unless you can read upside down, you have to turn the comic over to be able to read the stuff on the other side. Oh, no. So – I so when I read Imagine it Imagine having to flip a thing. <laughs> when when I read it, I read each part Same. and then turned the page and read each part and turned the page. But then Aubrey was telling me you had a different reading experience. Yeah, so when I started reading this, I got to this first page right here. Yeah. And I was like I read the bottom of it and then I was just like, huh. And I kind of followed the thing around and then turned the next page and I see how it's all laid out. So I just read the top panels as it went along. Okay. And then when I got to the loop, I flipped the book over and then read backwards. Huh. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. And then you would end up back here. Back here. And yeah. then so you would have to go all the way back. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of interesting. I am a completely demented, insane person. So what I did was I read the top, I read the bottom. I went back and just read the top and went back and just read the bottom of each loop okay. as the book was going. No, that's what I did too. That's what I'm saying. Is that like yeah. I couldn't, like I, I, I read it a bunch of different ways and I was like, oh, what's happening? Like, what do I, Yeah. how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to? And, and that's why I really want you guys to read this version this, first yeah. because you do have that moment of like, choices. how do I read this? Yeah. yeah. What, am, what do I do here? Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to make a decision and it's like, Am I missing out if I read it this way versus the other way? Or am I going to confuse myself? Or am I spoiling myself? And like. I I loved that, like, oh, you're experiencing this time loop along with the characters. And it was so interesting because, like, that's what I I read every page, just the whole page. Like, I would read the top part, I would flip it over, read the bottom part, and I would go back through. And I went back through a couple of times, and it was like, how am I meant to be experiencing this? And it was just a very, like, Oh, it's like you're trapped in a time loop. It's very, it yeah. was, oh, it's mind blowing. It's so, mind blowing. So when we get to like a certain point, it's something you pointed out to me. It's just like, oh, so that's where the loop break. That's how you can break the loop. But we're not there yet. So I don't. We're not there get, yet. Let's yeah. not talk about that yeah. yet. Yeah, Let's yeah, not yeah, talk yeah. about that yet. Yeah, okay. but I do want to. Um, There's, but there is something. Yeah. Let's not talk yeah. about it yet. As far as the storytelling goes, though, I think there is a merit to reading it the way that I read it, which is like. You don't know what's going on. You're reading yes. two different stories. Absolutely. And one is going forward in time and the other uh-huh. one is going backwards in time. Because there are reveals, yeah. I feel like, that are worthy of going backwards. Well, it makes you feel like you're experiencing because it's like, haven't I done this before? What's happening right yeah. now? It's very, yeah. And and after I read it, I did go back and read it the way Aubrey did where I just read yeah. it and then I turned it upside down and I read it all the way again. I was like, oh yeah, that's neat. But for the purposes of going through it now, I do want to read it 
I do want to talk about it the way that it's presented in its the original way it's format. presented. Yes, um, but I'm not going to yeah. go through like every single thing. But I do want to just talk about it. Well, so yeah, reason, now we can finally a, start talking about it. <laughs> there's a reason why you saved this for just its own One episode. Issue, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is another thing we haven't talked about. Each page is a double page splash so every time you turn it it's another double page splash and the first one um the never queen is there on the first like kind of elbow she says the story doesn't start with once upon a time it starts at the end end where it starts and it has its one and only twist in the middle this is a story of the silver surfer now the shepherd to over six billion all of whom he wronged it's almost like a shakespearean do you know how they introduce the thing at the beginning they're like this is a tale well, I, of some stuff I, I, and now i'm gonna tell you how it goes right. and what happens and what to do yes. as the audience i'm literally telling you this and it's so interesting the way that they do that we see the gerard expanse now the surfer is acting as herald to all the inhabitants of the former planet new haven and he searches for a new planet for them in the printed version underneath we see the surfer is being pulled into the time portal not again. How is this happening again, he says, as he's being pulled in there. Okay, so the story is going through these two separate ways. And the the, the, the portals are, like, overlapping. Yeah. Yes. So as he gets here, sucked yeah. through the portal, then he gets spit out the other side where he's looking for the planets again. Right? And you're like, okay, this is different. I'm digging this. On the next section, the inhabitants, uh, they're checking out this new world. Uh, that the surfer has found, Dr. Fuzzmeyer seems optimistic, but the surfer says it's the same thing every time. Many of the population is allergic to something on each planet, so they have to keep looking. Which they and would it, be. This was I kind of brought this up. Like, how is it possible right, that the atmospheric yeah. conditions and the like? There's not something deadly yeah. or for at least one person. I mean, that's incredible. Is it yeah. magic? What's happening? Technology? They've got some sort of technological, you know, advancements that help them right. keep it even among all the occupants of the planet or something? Like- well, they, they, they said that um, they, they, they bring up a fact that they were able to terraform the last planet. Sure, there's some science behind that, oh, right? Yeah. And so they're they're like, oh, wait, I don't know. I don't think we'll be able to get past this barrier of everyone being allergic. Or like, there's a significant portion of our population that's super right, allergic to this right. or whatever. So that's such an interesting way that they address that. I thought that was interesting. And that's what happens this time. They note that it affects 1,200 of the 6 billion inhabitants. And so at one point, Krataka says, they're putting the needs of this few over everyone. And underneath, okay, we see these French-speaking, helmet-wearing, robot, (laughs) pterodon-riding aliens. The Admiral mentions the Chrono Cannon and how it's the last resort and it'll destroy them all. But it must be used. And they zap the surfer with it. And so we know what's going to happen. He's going to get sucked gonna in the time portal. Yeah. And he's going to zip it out the other side. So okay. goofy. Love it. So back on the ship, uh, after agreeing to look for the new planet, the surfer, he comes in. He's praised by all the inhabitants. Mm, yeah. The surfer notes that it feels good to be accepted. Um, but Dawn still has nothing to say to him. Right. You know, she just learned of his past and yeah. how he yeah. worked for Galactus to destroy all the worlds of these people. I like this one guy. He goes, uh... Thank you, Norrin. We grok you now. You know, back on New Haven, I offered myself up as a herald to save us. You know, like everybody did. They all did. did. Bro. I get really annoyed when I hear the word grok. I don't like it either. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever read Stranger in a Strange Land where that word comes from. Yeah. Everybody just uses it the way they think it's supposed to be, but it's not. They're using it wrong, and it annoys the shit out of me. (laughs) Oh, he God. absorbs he absorbs some food here. 
He's he doesn't have time. Yeah, he zapped some of the. He food. hasn't got time. Right. So if we're looking at the printed version, underneath is an epic battle with the surfer and the terrateers. That's what they're called. Amazing. Um, a couple details. They say focus all fire there, as we are told on the weakest ship. Okay, so they say that. I love how the admiral is like, "Arg, how do they target me every time?" Right. He also mentions the Doomsday Option, which, which we know is the Chrono Cannon sure, that's sure, going to sure. destroy. Okay, yeah, so we yeah. know that, right? Okay, next section. The server's protecting the convoy out in the cosmos. The Terrateers, I guess this is a different time. The cosmos. Right, because he keeps, having, he keeps having to fight them over yeah. and over. Yes. Um, we also see the same guy. Arg, why does he target me every time? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. After he drives them back, the surfer goes in the ship and he speaks with Founder Keen and the crew. They say they've lost some of the supplies, and the surfer says he can't defend all the ships from the attackers. They just keep coming. And he says they're going to return, and we know they're going to return, and they're going to bring that chrono cannon. Yeah. He's going to get sucked into the... Okay. Underneath, if we're looking at the printed version, we get more insight on the Admiral. They believe the surfer's crew will descend on every planet in the Gerard Expanse, and they believe that they have to defend themselves. So that's kind of their motivation, why they keep attacking. Right. I wanted to look this up. Um, I always have to do this. I was wondering if Gerard was a reference to anything, and there actually was a French general and leader of the Free French Forces during the Second Civil War named Henry Gerard. Okay, so check this out. He was wounded and captured by the Germans in the First World War, and he escaped. And then he went north, and then he fought in a a different war against the Germans. Then in the Second World War, he fought in the Netherlands, and he was captured by the Germans, and then he escaped again. Uh, after two years of planning, and then he went and worked for the Allies in secret. In 1944, he was forced to retire. Oh shit! <laughs> he was still. He was still. Tri- You're too fucking cool. He he became unpopular. You have to retire. Um, so anyway, but he worked with. Uh, he was part of the Casablanca conference along with De Gaulle, oh, Churchill, and Roosevelt. Oh wow! So he's a pretty Jeez. important guy. So I was, and he's a French guy, and so I was thinking maybe that's why the admiral is named. Or that's, absolutely, maybe that's, that's why. why they defend the Gerard maybe. expanse. Okay, anyway. awesome. All right, next section. So that the surfer, so incredibly goofy. Yeah, I love, I love that. that. Uh, next section. The surfer has a plan. He's going to use his powers to fold the fabric of space. And allow them to jump from this region. The surfer has to meditate and do all this stuff to, in order to operate at his peak efficiency. I love that. Where like the cosmic, he's like meditating in midair. Yeah, and the, the power cosmic, cosmic is is like out. coming around him. That's cool. But dawn like approaches. Lava lamp. But dawn approaches <laughs> right then. Of all the times to speak with me, he thinks. But he makes time for. Her. Yeah, she tells him that Krataka has spotted more aliens, and so he's like, "All right, I got to go defend the ship again." Don tries to tell him something before he goes, but the surfer says, not now. I have to focus. Another time, I promise. Underneath, um, if we're looking at the printed version, we see the battle's about to begin, and it's going to end with that chrono cannon. They even mention, like, prep the chrono cannon, or, and they're like, don't you know what that's going to do? It's going to fuck everything up. And he's like, Whoa. whatever. So next section, as the surfer begins to fold the fabric of space, something happens. He gets sucked into the time portal. Here, the past cross over. If you're looking at the printed version, like you actually see bit, yeah, the storylines yeah. are like what the one is going from top to bottom, and the other one from bottom to top. But now the bottom is right side up, and the top is yes. upside down. If we keep following this story, right? Uh, I guess the a plot we see Don and Doctor Fuzzmeyer 
in the Gerard Expanse now. The Surfer has found another planet. The inhabitants are about to have a look. Kurtaka and Don check it out. Kurtaka's pretty psyched, but some of the other aliens start coughing and ha-working. I like that onomatopoeia. Oh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's a good one. By all the elder gods, Kurtaka exclaims, on every world, it's the same damn story. I'm sick of this. Do you hear me? Sick of it. And Dawn comes over to the aid time. of the aliens, right? The, the yeah. ones that are that are sick. But, like, this keeps happening to them over and over. They're stuck in this loop. And so this just they keep getting attacked yeah. by the aliens. They find a planet. It doesn't work. They, and they just keep doing this over and over. Kurtaka's, uh, it's, wear, it's wearing her down. Yes. On top and upside down, if we're looking at the printed version now, Kurtaka shares her frustration, but in another scene. So I think this is where you get the benefit of reading it like this because yeah. on the A plot she just like showed her frustration and then now on the B plot you're seeing that she's talking to founder Keen about it. We find a world, we leave a world. We're attacked by natives, a surfer repels them. Over and over this is unbearable. We keep taking the same actions. It is madness to expect a different result. And Keen mentions that the surfer's plan feels new. Um, so he's like it feels new, right? Because they keep doing this over and over so it's like you get that too i like that um they have to put a brave face on for the children and we see inside they watch the surfer try to fold the space we get an interesting detail if we haven't caught it already um space they, time they zap the surfer with the chrono cannon as he's trying to fold space yeah. yes space time yes and like uh, that's another detail where like if you're reading it this way you're like oh okay this is what's causing this, this is what they're loop, seeing yeah right? you know what i mean um, they lead him back into the time portal because we saw that in the previous pages. Is this making sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm no, describing this I right. Do like, I do like seeing, uh, in a time loop story, I love to see things from a different angle that's great. Because there's so many, there are so many Examples, of these types yeah. of movies and shows, etc. Like episodes of a show, or it's a movie, or whatever, where it'll show you the thing from a different angle. and it's um, it's um, Or it's just like the movie's mashed up. Right. And the time lo- line of well, the like movies. Well, like Memento yeah. is going backwards whatever, and yeah. forwards at the same time or well, whatever. Well, that but it's yeah. it's not just that. It's just like seeing something happen from a different perspective is always really illuminating and really cool. Yeah. And so this is this is one of those things. I dig that. I like that. Back with the A plot, we see Don and Mama Hub talking. Mama Hub mentions that Don hasn't eaten anything, and Don mentions the ring that the surfer gave her back in issue She's seven. Like, Get this fucking thing off of me it i despise it i right. don't want it on me anymore Since she's I'm learned disgusted. the truth yeah uh, but she says it won't come off and mama hub suggests maybe dr fuzzmeyer can cut it off and clone you a new finger i just don't <laughs> want hilarious. this thing on me anymore yeah. and as she's saying that like surfer is hearing yeah, her say that and by, looking right. over at her so sad but is he hearing her? Because, like, we also know from earlier, he looks over and he's like, she's not talking to me. And, like, you know, we're seeing it from this oh, angle. Oh, right. You know? Yeah, you're right. Because I thought she di- he did hear her, but you're absolutely right. We're right. seeing it from a different angle because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a time loop. Awesome. Thank you for pointing out that yeah. detail. That's great. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is that, like, that's how I'm taking in this part of it. Yeah. And then it's revealed later that it's a different yeah. thing. Super good. Um, so if we're reading the printed version... Um, up top, an alien sentry monitoring the controls. See the terratiers about to attack and notifies Kurtaka, and they must notify the surfer. He says the terratiers are heading for the infirmary. This is where all the people who got sick are. Yeah. All right, the 1200 or whatever. And Kurtaka's like, hold off on that call. But the surfer's already there fighting them. You know what I mean? So nothing happens. And the sentry says they're lucky to have him. 
Yes, Sentry, we are so blessed, Krataka responds. Mm. So again, like if you're reading it in this way, I think you're getting like, you start, anyway, I'm going to come back around to this at the end. Yeah. Back with the right side up part of the comic, the surfer reacts to hearing Don words, or I thought he did. But no, you're right, Aubrey. Right, right, right. He hangs his head because he's like, oh, Don still won't talk to me. I love that. See, I even wrote my notes. I didn't have that revelation until now. I love that, that you can just keep <laughs> unwrapping things That's about this issue. That's why it's a book club. Yes. yes. Mama Hub asks why Don can't forgive the surfer. She was willing to make the same sacrifice he did. And he destroyed all the New Haven's inhabitants' planets, and they all forgave him. Why can't you? Don says he lied about something big and horrible, and if he's willing to keep that kind of a thing a secret... What else hasn't he told me, she asks. And then she walks off to go check on the sick aliens. Well, she's like, yeah, enough of, enough about me moping around about myself. I yeah. know, check on the others, yeah. and I'm going to yeah. try and help them out. So that's that's it's, she still wants to try and do some good. Right. And then that's when the ship starts rattling. If we're looking at the up top part, this is where the concept of the upside down concordance storytelling, I think it really works. And why I don't like that they did, they did the digital version, because... Here we reveal some resentment for Surfer and Don. Yeah. They're running out of supplies, actually, but they still give Don food and she doesn't eat it. Because she sacrificed herself, they feel obligated to. And they need the Surfer, so they're still giving him food, too, and all he does is, like, zap it or whatever. Yeah. So, like, it's all an act. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like... They're resentful of having to put on this, like, super cheerful act. Yeah, yeah. Back with their right side up, the ship rattled because the Surfer's fighting the aliens outside. He comes in. He mentions his plan to fold space. I like how like we're seeing it from another point of view, that angle where he's putting his arms like that or whatever, you know, because we saw it from the front view the first time. And he starts to meditate when Don interrupts him. The aliens are back. And at this point, you're like, wait, we already saw this, right? What's what's happening? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're reading it for the first time, you're like, wait a minute. Up top, they've found the planet. People start getting sick again. They take them to the infirmary. The infirmary, wasn't I just there, Don asked herself? Why does this feel so familiar? Inside the ship, they have the same interaction where Krataka says they're putting the needs of a few over everyone. So again, just this But it's this from a different lift. perspective. It's it from is. Don's perspective. The surfer goes out to fight the aliens. Don tries to tell him something, but he says, not now. I have to focus another time, I promise. He goes out, he gets sucked into the time portal. When she goes to go, I got to tell you something, you know, when we saw it the first time, we didn't know what she was going to say, but now we see her say, I forgive you. Oh, um, right. That I mean, is very she, important. Yeah, because she didn't actually say it, but she's like, you know, but, and then you see it's like a thought bubble, not a thought bubble, but, you know, it's the I forgive you. Yeah. The narr- their narration yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It Thank might as well be a thought bubble. Out. Yeah, it's I forgive you, yeah. but it's, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. That's a very crucial detail that I skipped over. Yeah, right at that moment where he's he's trying to leave. Yeah. And she's trying to stop him to talk to him. And then if we're looking at the up top version, this is where he's finding a new planet thinking that, that this is the one. This is where the other elbow is. The Never Queen appears at the loop. She says, Surfer, if only you could hear me. There is a way off this endless path. Exert your free will. Grab hold of all you accept as real. Then reach beyond. Be the one who turns this page in the story of your life. So this is kind so, of a crucial little moment so here. In, we come in, to the end of this elbow here. And we've got yeah. the Never Queen telling... Almost talking to us, right, it seems right. like. If we're looking at this in the digital version, this is where the story starts is starting over, right? Yeah, it's where it loops back around. Uh. Or it starts going back the other direction. Right, so this is where Don is like, didn't we do this already? We see the, right. the aliens go out. A surfer comes out the other side. They have the second attack. 
Um, they bring out the chrono cannon. They zap him as he's trying to fold space time. This is and the, then, this is where it's. I can't right. even yeah. express how upset I am that that's the way that they've done that. Okay, so in the printed version, there is a very crucial, cool thing that happens. You can save the Silver Surfer. Yes. You can. The reader. reader. The reader saves the Silver you, Surfer. The next page, I notice on the next page, there's some little fragmenty bits right on the at the edge of the page, the very beginning. I'm like, that looks the like... The image is cut off almost like a printing error. It's almost like cut off. Or it's like, oh, this is from the previous page, it looks like. Huh. Interesting. And at the top and the bottom, there are these little black marks, like a mad magazine. Where and you're then, supposed to fold the page and meet those two, and it meets up with the image. The image meets up, it overlaps, and that's how you've broken the time loop. Right. And you've saved the Silver Surfer. It's like a almost like a Mad Magazine yeah. type of thing. And if you're You did it. You're, you're the hero. If you're not looking at the the printed version, you're not gonna get that experience. No, it's a physical experience of yeah. you interacting with the story in a way that is it's the whole point of why yeah. they did this. Yeah. It's the whole point of them working so hard well, to bring this to you. and unfold the page again. Yeah. Um, if you look where the Never Queen's face is, it says right in the fold. Middle. Yes. It says fold right there because that's where you're supposed, to, you're fold supposed to fold it. So it it's giving it you a couple indications. And it tells you, it tells the reader, she's talking directly to you. She's saying, yes, you've worked it out. Do what must be done. You know, with with every choice is a price, such as the nature of free will. She's talking to you. She's saying, you are doing this. Good job. You did it. It's such a cool idea. And, like, how wait much minute. work? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Okay. Because when Aubrey and I were talking about it, I said they put something different in the digital version. But then when Aubrey looked at his, what are, are you on the Marvel Unlimited app? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm on Comixology. It says something different. A new choice has been made, and with it, new pathways are revealed with new tolls that must be paid. Is that what it says? It doesn't no. say that here. No, it says the same thing right here. It says, yes, you have worked it out, Norrin Rad. Do what you must be done, yet know this. Yeah, and then... And then the flip side, I mean, obviously, you miss the other part of what she's saying because they fucked it up completely. Yeah. On the Comixology version, she said, you know what must be done, Norrin Rad. Cast all else aside. Create a new possibility. Will it into being... That's not what she says on this no. one. No, she says, uh, with every choice comes a price, such as the nature of free will. Yeah, but she's supposed to be saying that simultaneously. Right. Well, I know, I yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, is you're, you're going to miss out on that. They, they've they constructed, it's a very delicate, very purposeful construction of this story into an innovative new thing. It's exciting for the reader. It's supposed to be you know boundary breaking innovative it's supposed to be a weird experience and the digital people in charge of the digital app or whatever whoever the fuck was in charge of that just was like nah let's just nah fuck it let, these people worked really hard on this fuck you let's just disassemble it yeah. uh for what reason why would you do that why would you take like it's like you know listening to a really intricate uh musical composition and just like completely Chopping it up and disassembling it and taking out some instruments and putting one part of the song in a different part. Like, that's not the point. Like, what are you doing? I mean, that's why are you doing that? Clearly took so much. I mean, how much effort would this take? You'd have to plot this out and we'll talk about. They showed us all the notes of how they did it. And it's just so much work and engineering and like creativity went into this. And it's just what an amazing feat and it's, you know, they it won all these awards because of clearly it's this amazing, unique thing. And then they just. They're like, nah, fuck you. Nah, we're just going to completely fuck this up. 
See, I don't really think that they were trying to think about us fucking it up. I think that they were thinking of the limitations of the iPad and um, the fact that you would have to rotate. You'd have to add rotation lock on. Oh then, no! You'd have to well, employ a thing that's most like, people aren't going to do that. You so know? that's their loss. Uh, and so uh, I think people would. Figure but they also because like the way I read it, it was like I read it and then I flipped it and went backwards and forwards and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so like, why is that their business though? People would either figure it out or they I wouldn't. Think, I think that they're just trying to make it because most people would probably see that figure so out, what? not freak out, and so they they just so did it what? like this. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's probably what they did. You, it's, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. People are dumb. Yeah, I think and they that, think and I think they're dumb. Yeah, I think they lack vision and creativity, and th- they are stupid. I think that um maybe like or they should have had both. You know what I mean? No, like or no, something. They shouldn't. You know have. what I mean? No, I, I don't know. I, I, think I think it's wrong. I think it's a fun thing to look at after the fact. If you've already read the issue, it's a fun thing to kind of look at and get a different reading on because even. With the with the omnibus, like I read it the way that I read it and the way that I'm describing it, but then I also went back and read it the way that you did, where I read all the top and then I went all the way all the way around and they don't it have over. the option though, and that's what yeah. I'm saying is like I think it's they wrong. Put a, they could have put like a, even a little disclaimer, like you know. I don't think they have to do uh, that. I think it's like very obvious. Part of it's upside down. I'm gonna have to turn it over to yeah, see it. Yeah. I, yeah, that's ridiculous. I just feel like a lot of people would complain because and they'd they, be like, "Uh, I keep turning it around and it keeps spinning and I can't read who it." Who cares? Uh. I think it's wrong because so much work when well, into right. creating that it's supposed to be read this way. Yeah. This is how the artists intended it to be read. I think so. It's wrong to disassemble it the way that they did it. So as the surfer is going to go out and fight the aliens, he stops this time, if you break the time loop, right? And he's like, wait, this will never work. I'm a fool for not seeing it sooner. He turns to Don. You have to forgive me, Don. And then we get the scene with the Never Queen. The surfer tells Don that he must take back his ring to accomplish the most awesome task at hand. I cannot spare even one atom of myself. Well... I feel like, you know, you put a look at pause there because I feel like he's supposed to saying, um, you have to forgive me, Dawn, but I must take back that gift I once gave you. It's not because, you know, we know that she's about to come forgive him, but then the way he says it. You oh, know? okay. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing about breaking yeah. the time loop here. So it's like she's trying to stop him and then she doesn't stop him. And that's what but the, the thing that breaks the time loop is the reader literally breaking the page. Right. That's what breaks this time loop up. And it's and he, he's instead of saying... Oh, another time I promise. He says another time I promise, and he stops and he turns around. And he's like, "Wait, no, this is this has got to stop." And yeah. that's then they goes from there, and he has to take the ring back yeah. and all that stuff. But I just think it's like that is that crucial moment there. Right. That the interaction of the reader is what what breaks this. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I totally loop. agree. And Don's ring unravels off and morphs back into the surfer's hand. Up top, if we're looking at that, uh, Founder Keen and Krataka talk. They talk about Don and the surfer. Hoping the new planet won't be the same thing. Don is helping the patient, so Keen says to give her a meal, even though supplies are low. So we know that they're going to do that. You know, they're going to give her the meal, then she's not going to eat it, and then they're going to be like, look, she's not even eating it or whatever, right? We know what's going to happen if we've been reading both sides of, the, of it or whatever. After the surfer takes the ring, he says he must be whole once more. Do you understand? Don seems sad as she looks at her hand, but she's like, yeah, I think so. So long, surfer, and good luck. This is no time for goodbyes, Earth Girl, he says. I shall see you again. On the other side. You do believe I can do this, yes? I, uh, never mind, the surfer says. And so the top part, 
gives us the beginning of the story. If we're looking at it this way, uh, again, I feel like there's a couple reveals here. The first reveal is that the Admiral is named Admiral Ouroboros, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Ouroboros is the emblematic serpent of ancient Egypt and Greece, represented with its tail in its mouth, continually devouring itself and being reborn from itself. And that's this story. The story itself is an Ouroboros. Is, is, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Founder Keen tells the Admiral to destroy the ship with the sick aliens on it. Yeah. So if we're reading it backwards, we think it's the Admiral's plan. Then we think it's Krataka's plan. Right? Because Krataka has that scene where, if we're reading it backwards, where they reveal that she tells the sentry, you know, not to call the surfer. And then, but then we learn that it was actually Founder Keen's plan. So it almost plays out like a mystery, too. You know what I mean? On who's attacking the infirmary and why they're doing that. Because if we're reading it backwards, too, the Admiral says, that's the ship that we're supposed to get. Remember? You know what I yeah. mean? He said yeah, he said the, that, yeah. In the middle of the battle. So I just feel like those are some of the benefits from reading it in that. And maybe if you do read it the way in the Comics Hollow version, you still get those reveals in that order. But it's like, it's not the same. It should be it's, kept intact. It's like concurrent, it's concurrent. I don't know. It's like, it's anyway. If I worked this hard to create an innovative, uh, amazing, mind-blowing work of art that was meant to be presented in a specific way and someone like took time to fucking unravel that no that's so upsetting i think that it's i think like there's a benefit to reading that b plot backwards you know what i mean like it's it's part of the storytelling anyway it is there's a specific storytelling happening here and you're undoing that that's not okay. And so anyway, like, so the beginning of the story is small and it gets bigger here and it gets into the thing. But then Surfer, once he figures out what he's got to do, it sort of pushes the beginning of the story out of the way and, and takes over and becomes bigger and takes over the whole thing, which is really interesting. I think that's a cool way of doing it. I like that. Oh, he's right. Put, yes. with, with his power, he's physically making yes. his panel bigger. Yes. He's, from the from the other panels. His powers are making his panel bigger than the beginning of the story, which yes. I think is really interesting. And then if you're on the digital version, it's just like a white space. Yeah. So it's like you don't really get the sense that he's pushing the other he's breaking that other loop or well, whatever. Even the lines, if you look between the panels, are all zigzaggy with his cosmic power. Yeah, like yeah. it's turning into a new thing. It's um it's cool, man. Yeah, so he's heading out after regaining his ring back. Don didn't believe he could do it. So as he exits, he says to himself, the doubts of others, every enemy bearing down on me, none of that matters. They are nothing. I know what I am capable of. Three billion ships, six billion souls, all bound to me. They have suffered long enough, and I say, we shall be free. I love this. It almost feels like the creators of the comic are talking to you and saying, Everyone who doubted that I could do this, you know, none of that matters. They're nothing. I'm going to be, I'm going to break free of the conventions of, of sequential art storytelling and I'm going to do a different thing and it's yeah. going to be so cool. Wait till you see it. Well, and hopefully this, uh, some people see it. This double splash page is incredible too. I just love this. It's such an epic image. It looks image. beautiful. It's really um, it's amazing. triumphant. The surfer, you know? yeah, yeah. He's, he's the all triumphant. The and everything, and the colors. It's great. Um, it's, it's, it's a huge success. And um, so then we. I feel like this is what I'm sorry. Like I feel like when you like when you talk about the surfer, to me, I think like early on, I'm like, yeah, Silver Surfer's cool. You're like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) I love the Silver Surfer. I'm like, yeah, Silver Surfer is cool. You're like, no, you don't understand. Silver Surfer is awesome. And like you started giving me some stories I hadn't read yet. And like this is, I think, maybe the last one that you wanted to show me that I hadn't read yet. And like this is just the most classic triumphant Silver Surfer moment. 
Yeah, it's ever. really good. It's so, it just embodies everything that you love about Silver Surfer. To me, like every time you get excited about talking about this character, I feel like this really embodies your enthusiasm for this character. It's really like such an incredible set of yeah. ideas that coalesce into this moment. Like it's so to interesting. To me, this is, yeah. the, this is one of the best, like, it's like, amazing i i love alred's art i know a lot of people don't respond to it but i i've always been a big fan yeah it's good and like it's like modern good storytelling surfer stuff anyway this is incredible to me and this is why i wanted to like devote one specific issue to it um after the surfer frees them from the time loop we go back to the regular comic format um and it's so beautiful we get some amazing color work here by laura alred gorgeous um great galaxies the surfer exclaims he has found their paradise Dr. Fuzzmeyer says the planet is actually adaptive. It's reconfiguring itself to be compatible with them. It is paradise. Look at that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It smells like sweet berries, the little girl alien says. It does now. It does now. So yeah. she, it's I a, guess. It's like, adaptive, yeah. yeah. Back with Admiral Ouroboros, they have a report that the invaders have jumped beyond the Gerard Expanse. If they can stay out of our space, we will let them have theirs. We... I like how he puts his the hand French up. The French shrug. That's what that is. That's we, the French shrug. We, we didn't talk about this. There's a lot of French sayings mixed in. Yeah. I love yeah. the, uh, the this aspect of these aliens. They're 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 armor wearing <laughs> yeah. pteranodon robot riding <laughs> French alien. I just yeah. I don't know. They're just really fun. Like I we didn't go through and read all their dialogue, but. There's a lot of fun stuff yeah, in there. Fun. There's a lot of French thrown in there. The inclusion so. of the French shrug, though, I yeah. feel is... <laughs> it made me laugh. Is, uh, that's masterful. So back on the on the Paradise Planet, I like how everyone's like, they're all so happy in the background. They're all like jumping it's around. It's like a Hieronymus and... Bosch painting, but exactly. happy. <laughs> Dawn and the surfer talk. So, she asked, you said you'd find them Paradise, and you did. Yes, the surfer responds, that was the first part of my promise, Earth Girl. I also said I would take you home. So what now? I leave it to you. And so Dawn just like looks back. She doesn't say anything. She's got um, a wind blowing through her hair. Right. And we see the Never Queen talking to her. Well, not and... talking to her, but talking about her. Right. Like okay. She's watching a show, like her favorite characters oh, in a right. show. She said she's they're, almost like, what are you going to do? favorite people, right? Yeah. What will you say, Dawn Greenwood? Will your adventures with Norrin Rad continue? Once again, you live in a world of endless possibilities, and this is most definitely not the end. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I did want to talk about this on the omnibus version. The omnibus version of this is really worth picking up because it's got some pages where you actually see the notes. Dan Slott and Mike Alred, they have like a whiteboard, a giant whiteboard oh, with a yeah. bunch of notes on it. Humongous. There's also like, um, I guess, Dan Slott's pitch to Alred. Where he's Amazing. drawn out like some sketches of how the comic's gonna go out, go out and how it's gonna lay out. He Brace talk- yourself, the email starts. Right. <laughs> um, and there's just a lot of great details in there. He talks about like the Easter egg moment and um, how the pages are gonna fold over and stuff like that. And then like he describes all of this, and then he gets to the end and he goes, "Now on to the actual plot," because he's it's that's just, the construction of it. He's is just a describing thing. Yes, yeah. he's just describing the construction. It's all of, of it. this yeah. description just for how it's supposed to work physically, and then like the plot of it. And I like this part here. Hold on, he's uh, explaining like the top part and the bottom part, upside down and right side up, and all this stuff. The end of the loop and the fold that changes the story. Pages twenty-one and twenty-two are the right elbow. The sequence that completes the Mobius strip. 
And 23 and 24 of the pages, the reader will fold partially over page 21, breaking the loop, extending the art into a new sequence that allows the surfer and the convoy to get out of the time trap. It's going to look like this. And it's this elaborate, like, it's like an illustration of how it's supposed to look. Right. And it's very, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's all plotted out with different arrows and different, like a diagram. It's just a bunch of diagrams, right? The Never Queen's looking on from her vantage point outside space time. This time she's saying things about how he has to reach beyond what he thinks is possible and turn a new page in the story. He's so excited to describe this. He's so excited and like all the arrows pointing which direction things are going. This other part that really got me was uh, as an Easter egg when the reader unfolds uh, page 23, the um, Never Queen's telling the reader she's proud of them, that they were able to think outside the confines of their known universe and escape the loop and... uh, there's this whole big whiteboard over here that is says, um, remember, for all of the high concept, it's four stories about one repeating day. Right. So all of the inside the loop stuff is he's trying to be like, look, just keep in mind that this is just four separate stories. The, the loop right. part is, is this and this. The, it's all these different diagrams and like paragraphs explaining the diagrams. And it's so like intricate. Yeah. So it says the four stories are Surfer's Day, Dawn's Day. The Mobians Day. Ah. So I guess that's what those aliens are called. And then the New Havens Day. Um, and so th- those are the different perspectives. The Mobians Day and the New Havens Day are the ones that are upside down. Um, I thought there was an interesting note here. It says, when plotting this out, think of Brian K. Vaughn's Midnighter number 7. I've never read that. Okay. I've never read that. Okay. Yeah, i got to check that out. That that might be worthy of checking out just for this idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a surfer flying through the whiteboard that says, why would you do this to yourself? Why? <laughs> and uh, see, it's not all that complicated. Later, like someone else put that right. in there. I really like this image down here at the bottom where it says, Dan Slott linked the artwork for issue 11 end to end in the hallway at his home. It's, and it's looks just, amazing. It, it's just this long yeah. strip. It is amazing. It is awesome. It looks incredible. Yeah. And yeah, really there's cool. there's all these really intricate, complicated notes. It's just so much, and it's like they put so much work and thought and care into this, and it's it's um yeah. It would be kind of cool to get a version that was like one long sheet, like a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. I would love something like that, um, printed out or something like that. But anyway, this whiteboard is incredible. How they've plotted it all out, um, and there's so much on here. I mean, I could just keep reading. It says, uh, time logic. This is less Groundhog's Day, Edge of Tomorrow, and more like STNG episode cause and effect. Okay, okay, okay hold on. I'm so glad you brought that because I was going to say this reminds me of the Star Trek Next Generation okay, cause and effect. Okay. Because it's like them keep going through a loop and they keep getting stuck and they can't figure it out. And all right. of a sudden, like at the end, they're like, oh, we're doing this one thing wrong. Right. If we do this other thing, we'll get out. It says, uh, Sometimes you're aware of the endlessness of it all. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes there's one person that is aware or multiple people yeah, that become yeah. aware. Well, it's not like sometimes when Dawn was all like, haven't we, haven't I done this before? Right, vaguely yeah. aware. Yeah. And they had stuff like that going on in that uh, in that Star Trek episode. If you haven't seen it, I'd recommend it. It's a pretty good one. Nice. Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, they've, they've separated the loop up into, it says Surfer's Day, Dawn Day. Alien attackers, endless day, and then like an upside down thing. Oh right, yeah, it has that yeah. too. Um, I also like this note where it says when the surfer breaks out, boom, two page splash, freedom. Yes, and right under that it says uh, into a double page splash, no gutters. Right, they don't right. want anything in the way of this big, amazing crescendo. Right, yeah, yeah. it's all been leading to this. Yeah, very cool. So beautiful, um, incredible issue. Uh, I'm so glad that 
I was able to force both of you to read it the way that I wanted you to <laughs> yes, read it. Yes, absolutely. And, I'm, I'm and, glad and, that you and, did. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and make your own decision. You know what I mean? Like, Aubrey decided to read it one way. Danielle read it a yes. different way. It's just like, that's what's great about it. But I you think know? Do, yeah. do make an effort to view it the way that the creators created it and wanted and intended the reader yeah. to see it and then make your own choice after that. Like, get yeah. that version somehow and then yeah, make get, your decision about how to... In, how to absorb yeah, that yeah. yeah i definitely you definitely should experience it first time in a hard copy i guess because like even like we well, you know like i read it the one way and you guys read it the other way like even at the end where like you're seeing the panel being pushed yeah. off when you're looking at it, the digital version it just it just looks it's just, weird it's not the and way then that and, they... it, and it doesn't and then it's like yeah there's all this white space they work so hard yeah. to bring you this and invent this and I think that we we owe it to them to to respect their creation and view it that way. You know, and it's just like I'm not a I'm not against like digital comics doing different things because they have done like the Marvel and Infinity things where you like tap the button and it like the things dissolve yeah. and become. I mean, why should they make this an Infinity um, comic? That's and then like um, the newer Marvel Infinity comics, it's like uh, there's this one they did with Thor, and it's like you uh, Thor and um, Alligator Loki, and you start at the top and you just kind of scroll all the way to the bottom, and they took advantage of that medium. Yeah, and so. If you're pro, give people a choice of how to read it. Sure, absolutely, because there are some people who have certain, maybe like uh, they're differently abled disabilities, et cetera, right. whatever, and they they use different, you know, um, aspects of the app to to read it different ways that that they're able to read it. Yeah. That's a good thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about th- there's no option to see right. it in its original form you if you wish to. They they could have yeah. done like That's a wrong. they could have done a one of those in infinity comics is that what it's called? Yeah. They could have done yeah. one of those where like when you tap it it flips upside sure. down. Sure. And then the page turns and then yeah. when you tap it it flips upside down or give, something. Yeah. Give people the option. Or give you the option of yeah. flipping it upside down if you want. And, and if you, you probably prefer could. to read it this way, who am I to tell you this wrong? Whatever. I'm just saying the fact that it's just not there in its original form at all yeah. is very I was uncool. frustrated that I couldn't find it's it uncool. and I like looked everywhere. I even like you know, I'm sorry to say yeah. I like looked for like I went to read all comics. Well, I went to like look for the CBZs, CBRs, and they were all this version of it. There is no scan of it. Um, so I don't yeah. know. Someone needs to do that. Maybe it'll be me. Hey, mommy. <laughs> you know, um, just, uh, I just I, I don't know. I just I felt bad for them. I was like, they did all this work. <laughs> well, it, it also just like, undid it. it get, and like you were saying, there's like creates a huge white space in half the page. And it's just like that's oh. not how it's supposed. And to then like go. certain things just don't flow right when I was because I noticed as I was flipping through this, you know. Yeah, it exactly. makes it a chore instead of an amazing discovery. Yeah, like it's and like and like you said, you know, this is kind of neat for going back and like looking through it like one way, you know. Yeah, but yeah, maybe you could tap a thing and there's an animation of the page sliding across the previous page, and it could be like, oh, this is oh, how it's supposed to work. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, all those criticisms aside, if we're just yes. talking about the actual, just talking about issue, the the way I that mean, it is, yes, that is like in a monumental feat that they could put this together. Beautiful. And I think congratulations. That, uh, Thank you for doing you know, this. I love the Never Queen being in there. She's outside of the space loop, so yeah. she's able to comment on all of this. Yeah. And it's just like just really well done. I mean, it's a masterpiece. It and, is, I wanna, yeah. and I want to. And I want to. It's a masterpiece. I want to like. I guess I would have to get two physical copies <laughs> if I wanted to lay it all out yeah. and make like a giant thing because it's like on the reverse side. Well, you wouldn't. Right? You would just need the page. You could just lay the pages. They're, they can connect. Fine. 
You'd have to buy multiple issues. Because each page is a double page splash, so the back of one page is the front of the next oh, page. Oh, the actual pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'd have to buy two copies. Right, right, right. And then I could like sure. lay it out. Yes, no, that's true. And do that. I wasn't oh. thinking about it right. I was like, what are the... You know, you're right. Yeah, that. You would have to do that. But I think that you it's... Like um, 30 copies. <laughs> <laughs> One page each. What an yeah. achievement, though. What an achievement. Yes. And I, because there was a note on that whiteboard that was like, why are we doing this? Why? Because it's fun. It hasn't, do something to break the, like the surfer breaks free, like they're breaking free of the meat. They're trying to create something innovative in the medium. They're trying to do something a little bit different than something you might normally see. Right. They're hearkening back to something that inspired them, that they appreciated, they saw, and they're, they're kind of trying to continue that and do something a little bit fun and a little bit weird and a little bit out there and make you think and make you go that was that was so fun and interesting didn't didn't that stand out and like good for you you know i think that's really cool and you love to see that i think in this um in this medium that's really and so john you were saying that this is eisner award-winning can you um tell us exactly what awards well yeah it was um it was best single issue nice uh best single issue and i want to say that um they might have also won separate awards for writing and coloring. Absolutely. Or okay. something like that in the arts. Amazing. I had this statistic back on the first episode. I'll have to look it up um, for the next one. But I want to say Laura Alred has won more Eisners <laughs> than Michael Alred. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember you saying that, yeah. Um, for, for her coloring work. Wow. but. I think that they have they all won for this. Yes, good. Um in in their catalog. That would be well deserved if that uh, yeah. huge if true. That'd be well deserved cuz they all had to come and bring their A game to this yeah. this very special episode. Yeah, really good stuff. I mean, yeah, I can't say enough and I'm so glad we got to it. I was like, yes, "Oh, I would love cool. it if we could get to this one issue." I mean, obviously I'd like to go on and read more of it. Oh, I want to like, keep reading more. But I just wanted to get to this one issue just to like when was the last time you've seen something like that with the medium? Exactly, like, I don't know if yeah. I've ever seen Incredible. Like I I remember reading some David Mack stuff where you there's like stuff written in a spiral and so if you want to read all of it you right. got to like turn the comic around to read yeah. like all the different things in like 360 degrees. But like it's not every single page. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but that's another that's another person that plays with the format a lot. But I've never seen anything like this. Have you? Have never. You? I mean, I can't think of any example of anything like this. I mean, this was an ambitious, yeah. fun, <laughs> just... Super fun. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. I loved it. I mean, it was great. I mean... Part of me wishes I kind of had read it the way you guys did, but no, I actually am glad the way I read it because yeah. I'm like I liked following the panels sure. and looping back around. Yeah, turning uh, it, actually turning it upside down. Yeah, you know what, what I a mean? fun creative. Yeah, this just yeah. yeah, good stuff, good stuff, awesome. Well, um, that was a great episode. Um, I hope that you guys get to experience that issue in its original printing. Um, but either way, we want to hear what you guys thought. It's a real standout. Yeah. Yes, yes, and I hope you guys are enjoying the Silver Server discussion. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things. All right, everybody. That was an amazing fucking issue. I know you've been waiting just to get there, and so I was so excited, and it was fun to read. Uh, and I want to hear what you guys thought. Send us a hey, you damn guys at bookclubmembercomics at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at bookclubmembercomics, and on Twitter at bookclubmembers. You can always find all of our resources on our Podbean website, our Facebook about section, and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Goddard for the theme. Thank, thank you, you, Paul. Oh, yes. Our theme music is by Only B. Beast. Thank you, Only Beast. You're welcome. <laughs> you can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, wait, I forgot to thank you guys. Thank John and thank you, Danielle. You're welcome again. 
You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And when you're there, go put it up and give us that five-star review and, uh, you know, leave us a good uh, comment to review. Yes, help us out. Uh, we haven't had one in a while. So come on, guys. Just get out there and do it. And also, if you know, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend, you know. Tell everyone. Next week, we are going to be recording at the Bedrock City Comic Con at No Label Brewery. So you guys, if you're around, come out and join us. But other than that, keep reading those comics and uh, join us next week on Book Club Member Comics. Also, guys, if you're uh, interested, check us out over at uh, Hellboy Book Club Podcast. We uh, just uh, finished up the Sword of Hyperbury. That episode is out today. Yes. So you know what to do. Just come and go over there and listen to us over at the Hellboy Book, Book Club, Club Podcast. Podcast. Yes, thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm bending the fabric of space and time. What transpires here? <laughs> And I'm Aubrey Lola saying, great galaxies, forget everything I told you before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>